0: Welcome back to the Toolkit Depot studio. If you've got thoughts you want to share with us about the show, you can on the temperate bedshed text line on 0487 736 736. We're very keen to get the thoughts of former Australian test leggy Bryce McGain. Of course, he's also an SEN cricket expert about the upcoming first test between Australia and England at Edgebaston. Bryce, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks, Mark, and look, it is exciting time, just a couple more sleeps and then we're into it, the much awaited Ashes, and uh, it's as excited as I reckon I've been ever in my life for an Ashes series.
0: Explain why, Bryce.
1: Well, it's just the way that these teams are going about it. England have transformed the way that they play, and we've heard a lot about baseball, but... Uh, And more importantly than just them scoring fast runs or faster runs, they've been going at just around five and over in Test cricket, which is just about unheard of all time. There's phases in the game where it can accelerate like that, but they've been playing a game plan, which is out and out attack. But they also take 20 wickets, and um, I've really enjoyed... Uh, ben Stokes' captaincy, the way that he's able to extract and change plans and quickly manoeuvre things. So batsmen's have got bat- – a lot of the batters that they're playing against have got their heads spinning around, well, what plan are they doing now? And um, they've been able to really transform the way they play. I love that. Brendan McCullum's a great leader of men. They're playing with enormous amounts of confidence. But I also really love what Australia did last week as well. It goes to show that they're in terrific form – um, Travis Head with the bat um, The top orders, the usual suspects It's Smith and Labashane, a good touch as well Kawaja hasn't even warmed up yet But he'll be dangerous And then of course we've got that bowling attack of Australia Which has been superb And we can't wait to match it up Australia's bowlers against the basball batters from England um, that, That's what excites me so much about this series coming up So you were a leggy
0: How would you have gone bowling to baseball?
1: I'd have a few on the fence, I can tell you that. Um, <laughs> there is, getting a catch at deep mid wickets is as good as getting one at slip, I can assure you. It's your catch. So, uh, and I say that to a lot of young spinners as well. But, look, it's, it, it is. You, you really have to have those in-out tight fields um, and, and not really give away um, your wicket-taking capabilities. And I know that Australia are so well-planned. And that's the thing that I think Andrew McDonald brings, along with his, his cast of assistants, is the confidence in the players to go and execute a plan um, which they will be so well prepared that's one thing I can absolutely guarantee the fields might look a little bit different to what we're thinking of traditional cricket and there might be a deep extra cover for the batsman who goes inside out over that area but they'll block off the scoring areas and still be able to attack um, wicket taking opportunities as well so that's how I would have gone about it and it will be how the Australians go about it as well because uh, it's such a unique aspect to what's happening in Test cricket. So expect that. Expect the unexpected a little bit, but Australia will be well-planned and they'll be well-drilled at what they'll they be looking to execute against those aggressive English batsmen.
0: We saw the English batting order absolutely destroy Pakistan on a road um, over there, but these are going to be played on English soil on English pitches that do a bit they do a bit through the air they do a bit off the deck how will baseball go on English soil do you think
1: yeah well the, the word is from the, the first test at Edge Baston um, just with a few little bits of snippets that I've had um, coming through is that it looks like a pretty flat wicket they're, they're assuring that everyone they're not preparing it any differently but uh, we've seen Edge Baston be a real green monster at times but it looks um, with the weather and so forth that it looks like it's going to be a pretty flat wicket so England have somewhat requested that, I suppose, in the press to say we want, you know, flat wickets that so we can really be aggressive. And that puts pressure on the bowlers more than uh, with a green and a bit of seam. But what we do know is if you overcook it again, it, it, it's going to spin. And that's where Australia, I think, have a big advantage in this series. Um Mo and Ali coming back in, Jack Leach is out. He's been their main spinner the holding spinner leading into this. And uh, if it comes down to the wicket wearing and, and drying out a bit, um, Australia have a huge advantage. Nathan Lyon um, has bowled beautifully last test, uh, well, in the championship, of course, so he's in good form, um, but he bowls really well in English conditions. So it may also help Australia quite considerably, even though it is spin versus aggressive batting, but Nathan Lyon's handled that all his career. So... It's um, it, it's interesting how those conditions will play out. Um, Australia are versatile if it's a flat wicket. That's what they play on in, in shield cricket and, and most of the time in Australia. So they'll be very familiar with those conditions It shouldn't worry them one, one bit.
0: Who is the big danger as far as um, the Australians are concerned? Which which English batsman will they be most worried about? Well, actually, which English player will they be most worried about?
1: Yeah, look, I, I think it's right at the very top. Um, ben Stokes has shown that uh, he... Is a big game player and he's got this team really humming where, um, and it's more cultural in that. Uh, they're able to uh, support each other. They they have this philosophy there's no bad shots and uh, they support each player being aggressive and it, it really is unusual. And I think the, the English public really struggle with that because we're going to see some dismissals in this test series, Mark, where we'll be scratching our head and, and the English public will as well. They'll be going, that's disgraceful batting where they hit it straight up a chimney or something reckless like that or they try and slog a ball over deep backward square with a paddle and they get bowled. They're going to happen, but the inside the camp, they're so well looked after, but the player I think is Ben Stokes, because he, he's embracing this type, style of play. He is hamstrung a little bit, he has a knee injury, he won't be bowling. Now that is a big blow, so a further advantage for Australia. But I think his batting is so damaging, and we know that he can knuckle down and take his team to victory. And that's a sign of the best players around in the world cricket are the ones that can be there when the game's on the line and they get it done. He's done it in all forms of the game. But I think the captaincy sitting so well with him and the way he's got this team humming, I I think he is certainly their best player. He's their best leader. He's a terrific captain as well. Um, So he is their most important player.
0: Hazelwood, Stark, Boland, two of them play, one doesn't. Who misses out, Bryce?
1: Oh, gee, it's a hard one. You can't deny what Scott Boland's done in his short test career. He constantly takes wickets. He constantly puts the ball on a handkerchief. Uh, He moves the ball. English conditions were showing. And even last week, he was bowling up in the low 140s, where generally we think that Scott Boland is probably about a 130, 135. So his pace is getting through, still moving the ball. And uh, with a Duke's ball in hand, he's so valuable. So I just... I just don't think you can leave him out at all. He takes big wickets when they're needed, but he also takes wickets in clumps. And we've seen that um, in that test championship where he took a couple of wickets, the big ones of Coley and then knocked over Jadeja, the very dangerous batsman as well. So I think he has to play. So it really comes down to whether they want the strike weapon of Stark. And I think they need it. They need the difference. They need someone who can... Um, be ultra attacking and also be able to bowl far, you know, bowl up upstairs a bit if that's a plan they want to go with as well as if the English batsmen are on top for a while, they need that versatility. So, look, Cummins definitely plays. Um, I think it, for me, it's going to be Boland and Stark and um, an unlucky Hazelwood, but he'll get his opportunity. There's a lot of Test match cricket to come. It's all packed in a, in a tight schedule, so uh, he he will get an opportunity. There's no doubt.
0: Yeah I think it would be An absolute travesty If Scott Boland doesn't play I think he's been An absolute revelation Since he played And you mentioned How he takes wickets In clumps He takes wickets In clumps Bryce Because of where He puts the ball And if you're a new batsman coming in The last thing you want Is to be facing balls Where Scott Boland Puts them In the uh, As as Damian Fleming says The corridor of uncertainty He's he's always there
1: There's no doubt about it And he challenges That forward defence Over and over And he picks apart Techniques as well So it does play into that sort of step-hit zone also for the England players, and that's what's so exciting. That's, what, that's what's really getting me. How are they going to cope with this? But with the ball moving, he moves the ball, he nips it around, he can take it away, he, he brings it back in, he, he eats left-handers for breakfast, he just dines out on them. He's such a good bowler to left-handers around the wicket. So I, you just couldn't not play him, and I think Australia will, will err that way for this first test on Friday.
0: Should David Warner still be in our test team?
1: Look, I thought he did a pretty good job in the first innings of the Test Championship. Um, Look, I've been saying for some time it would have been a, a beautiful exit, I think, on his own terms to go out in that Sydney Test last year after scoring the double hundred and then going out, focus on the white ball, but he's still got this incredible hunger to play red ball cricket. This has been a big challenge for him. There's no doubt Duke's ball, England conditions, Broad, Anderson, ball moving around, it's going to be really hard. He will get challenged. But I think in... And a number of batters have had this when they've announced their retirement. Now, his is a long way away. We're talking January next year, uh, where he wants to finish up. So he, he he needs to continue the form to be able to get through to that period. But when Chris Rogers said, oh, I'm, um, I'm, I'm wrapping up at the end of the series, he actually played with incredible freedom. There's a real surge in his performance towards the end of his career because he was so relaxed about it. There was an end game. He knew what was going on. And I think Warner will will appreciate that as well. It's not the constant fight, endless um, series going on. He knows when he wants to finish, and I'm sure he'll make the most of it and perform really well. Um, I think the pressure's off him as as well. I think it's to go out there. He doesn't need to be ultra-aggressive, doesn't need to doesn't need to do that. He just needs to be an opening batsman and set it up for the rest of the players because the form of that middle order, Labashane's been really solid. Obviously, Smith um, shows his best in Ashes series, but the one for me, Travis Head, has been absolutely outstanding and showing that he's in good touch and he can be that aggressive player of five if it's set up the right way. And I think Dave Warner and the team require him just to be an opening bat, be out there for some time. And he did that in that first inning. So it's all looking good at the moment.
0: Who is the absolute key to the Aussies, do you think? Or do we have one? Is, is ours more an all-round thing?
1: Yeah, I think it's an all-round thing. I think there's really good balance, good depth with the bowling. The batsmen I mentioned are terrific. But we're going to see the continual rise of a guy called our big all-rounder in Cameron Green. It's going to continue to rise. His bowling in these conditions, tall. He, he's also really honing in on his control now. And I think that's that's working with someone not only the bowling coach, where they're they're well-supported, but even alongside someone like a bowler who who they would be sharing things so openly, and he's now got that control happening. So he's a wicket-taker again a genuine clip uh, getting them through, but he's batting. The conditions will really suit him. Flat wickets coming in at six, being able to use your big stride and play good off the back foot and front foot. um, We're going to continue to see the rise of Cameron Green. So that's exciting as well, something to look forward to.
0: All right, let's do the AFL thing and take it one game at a time, Bryce. Who wins the first test at Edgbaston?
1: I think Australia's form is really solid. Um, I think with the report of the wicket there at Edgebaston, where I have said yeah, it can be a bit dicey at times with weather around, but I think it's with a flat wicket. I think Australia are going to perform really well. I don't think Australia necessarily need or will win every test in the series to, to get the job done, to win the overall trophy. So, but I think they'll start on the right way and get their nose ahead. And uh, I think it'll be 1-0 Australia in this first test.
0: Fingers crossed you're right. Bryce, So thanks so much for joining us on the show. Always appreciate your insights, and uh, I hope you're right about the first test at Edgbaston. Uh, good luck and look forward to, to hearing your thoughts on it.
1: Yeah, we're going to know over the weekend. It's going to be exciting, Duff. Have a great weekend. Have a great day, everyone.
0: Bryce McGain, former Aussie test spinner, SEN cricket expert, talking about the upcoming Ashes test at Edgbaston. We'll take a break and be back with more after the after the break.